Okay, for today's podcast, we're joined once again by Superintendent Dr. David Smith. David, thank you for coming in. Appreciate that. Uh, Important topic. You know, we have had several conversations about this, uh, two or three here on this podcast, about graduation requirements for seniors. We don't need to say it again, but we will. This has been an extremely fluid situation, uncharted territory here. So we've really been, along with people at the state level, figuring out things as we've gone along especially with seniors. So we have a uh, some slides put together to hopefully help with this. So what I'm going to ask you to do, David, is just to kind of take us through these, and I may ask you some questions along the way because we're hoping this provides clarity not only for teachers but for parents and, and most importantly, for our seniors in high school. Certainly. Well, first of all, and, and I agree, when we talked about this earlier, we were providing the information as we knew it at that time. I think we had a podcast on April the 2nd. It was just an hour or two after the governor's announcement. Sure. Um, and at that time, it was indicated that seniors, if you were on track and in good standing and enrolled in your classes, that you were done. That was the message that was communicated. We've since learned that that is not the case. So, for seniors, I apologize for that. Um, this is a very fluid situation, and there are many, many agencies and entities involved with this. But we just want to make certain that you are able to complete your senior year and are able to receive that diploma and still meet all of the the guidelines and requirements of the state. Absolutely. And that's why we put this together. We hope this information helps. So. Right. Um, yeah, take us through what we're looking at here. So specifically with the graduation requirements, what you need in order to graduate are the required credits for your diploma track, which includes the past high school credits and then also the credits that uh, were enrolled as of March the 19th. So then if you look at slide four, uh, there are actually uh, two sections of that. First of all, in, in the burnt orange, good standing. So that's the definition of good standing. So for traditional coursework, that's defined as earning at least a D through the grading period three, as well as complete all virtual assignments that were provided through March the 19th of 2020. Okay. So then what does one need to do in order to complete the traditional coursework? Well, that's in the verbiage on the left-hand side of the slide, you have to be in good standing for the course, as well as you have to participate in senior virtual learning through May the 8th. And that's the component that's changed. Right, right. Okay, so it's important to know that. So if you want, we can just go through these yeah, slides, please. and then I'll clarify what participation Yeah, and if you, if you say something that I'm confused about, uh, that listeners might also be confused about, I'll certainly throw out a question to you. So then on slide five, so what if I'm not in good standing or if I want to improve my grade? Well, teachers have already reached out to students and discussed how you can improve your grade if, for instance, you were not in good standing. Which is no different than if we were in the brick and mortar traditional situation. If you're not in as good a standing as you like, your teachers are going to give you opportunities Absolutely. to get those grades improved. So then the next are ways to, uh, what if I'm taking dual credit? class. Well, then you have to follow the institution's dual credit expectations. That's not um, up to us to decide. That is really up to the institution that is um, okay. for which you're taking that dual credit. And you do not receive waiver days for this class. Okay. That has been the guidance from day one. That has not changed. Okay. So what if I'm taking concurrent credit? So uh, you'll need to follow the institution's dual credit expectations 
You do not receive waiver days for this class either, and professors should be reaching out to you and your parents about those expectations. Okay. Okay. So, current, certainly, if you're doing concurrent or a dual credit class, there are certain requirements you have to meet based right. on not us, but really what what is in it for those institutions. Right, because we have arrangements with the university sure. as to what we will do. So next, what about I-STEP or graduation pathways? Well, when we look here at slide uh we're at slide nine, then if right. you passed I-STEP, you're good to go. If you have a I-STEP waiver, well, you will not need to meet the requirements for the I-STEP waiver because this this requirement has been waived. Actually, the I-STEP uh, requirement has been waived, I-STEP waiver has been waived, and the grad pathway has been waived. So all of those uh, gra graduation qualifying exam um requirements now have been waived. Okay. So do I need to pass I-STEP to qualify for an I-STEP waiver or to complete a grad pathway? The answer, as you will see, is no on slide 11. All of those requirements have been waived for you. And and it goes without saying, but for someone listening to this, of course, we are showing your screen while we're having this discussion. So please feel free to pause it, <laughs> read carefully to see what's on the screen here yes. so that you can really get this information. So then when we look at slide 12, if I meet all the requirements, will I earn my high school diploma? Yes. If you meet all of those requirements, you will earn your diploma as the requirements are laid out in this presentation. And that is the good news. Right. As we know it today. Yes. <laughs> what if I still need to meet some requirements? Now I'm on slide 13. Well, if you need if you still have to meet some of your requirements, then you have to reach out to your counselor and they will be able to help you by enrolling in, in the courses that you need in terms of credit recovery. So we will still offer that for students. Okay. And we will offer that certainly sooner rather than later. Okay. okay? Here's an important question. If I am happy with my grade, am I, am I done? That has been asked by more than one yes. senior. By maybe... <laughs> Thirteen or fourteen hundred seniors. Hey, we we get it. We were all yeah. seniors at one time. Well, this is what has been changed. No, you are not finished. Okay. Um, though you may have the grade you want in your classes, you must still participate in the senior virtual learning requirements, and that is a new specification yes. from the state. Right. Okay. And again, we apologize information has changed, but that's the reality of the situation, so we have to operate on the latest information we Absolutely. have from the state. We want seniors to be rewarded for the effort that they've put in over the past seven semesters, seven and a half semesters. Okay. Um, so on slide 16, so what are these senior virtual learning requirements? Well, it's pretty simple. Teachers are going to continue to provide assignments for seniors. Okay. Mm -hmm. The second component of that is seniors are expected to complete and submit the virtual assignments. So... School will continue. It may look a little different, okay, sure. but teachers are still going to continue to provide assignments for seniors. They will communicate those directly to seniors. And then seniors, we want you to put forth your best effort, okay? You're expected to complete and then submit those virtual assignments. And just like any other student in the school system, if you have questions about that, please reach out to your teachers. They are going to continue to provide you support for virtual Absolutely. learning. And and I've heard from several seniors, well, I've had teacher A say this and teacher B say this. That's through no fault of our teachers. Absolutely, Absolutely none. This has been confusing at best, very frustrating. Um, so everybody has tried to provide timely information, and I think we have. 
Uh, based upon what we know at that time, now the state has provided additional clarification and they've actually reversed what they said earlier. So basically what I want our seniors to be very attentive to is that the, the main change for you is that you have to participate in those senior virtual learning uh, requirements. Okay. And and we're hoping to, by putting together not only this podcast, this slideshow, um, that everyone's going to be on the same page. So whether that's teachers and counselors and principals in the building and parents and students at home, I mean, really the idea here is to go back through this, read carefully, re-listen to this podcast so that we all know where we're at right now. Right. Okay. I think really, do uh, you have any closing thoughts? No, I, I just appreciate everybody's patience. I sure. know this has been very frustrating. No senior wanted to end their senior year like this. Sure. Uh, because you you work, you know, so hard to get to this moment in time. And, and I know that seniors feel like things have been taken away from them. And I get that. Uh, I truly get that. And for that, I, I'm, I'm very, very sorry. Um, that's through no one's fault. Sure. Uh, and, and neither is this uh, revised guidance. Okay. So I just want our seniors to finish strong, um, because they deserve to finish strong. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we said it, but it's worth repeating. If you have questions about these virtual activities, assignments, talk to your teacher, be in contact with them. They're there to provide support. If you have questions about your overall status, your specific situation, the last slide said, please contact your high school counselor. Um, we're here to help. Absolutely. Thank you, Dr. Smith, for coming in, and we hope this is helpful to all of our audience, whether they work in the schools or whether they're at home with their students. Thank yes. you. Thank you.